It's time for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teolos. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com, past episodes, subscriptions, and more, pinballprofile.com. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at pinballprofile. Email us pinballprofile at gmail.com. On the road again, this guy is a trooper. Forget coronavirus, doesn't matter. This guy's got a mission, Daniel Spoiler from Project Pinball. How you doing, Daniel? I'm doing perfect. We just got off the road. It was a long day, but very eventful. So I got Maggie on my lap, and she's happy to be out of the car. And so we're doing great. <laughs> great dog. And I know this is normally a summer tour, but this has been a crazy year with 2020. So you've got seven dedications you're going to be doing over 14 days in December. It's off to Ohio right now for a couple, then. You're going to go to St. Louis for two and then back heading down to Columbia, South Carolina. So it's a busy two weeks for you, but uh, this is what you live for. Oh, without a doubt. Normally, we do it in the summertime, like you mentioned, but we did not want 2020 to go without us placing some machines. So we had to come up with a good safety protocol to make this happen, but we couldn't be happier. Yeah, I guess safety would be the number one thing. As we've seen the numbers, unfortunately, with coronavirus, 200,000 new cases every day in the United States. Scary times for sure. You're going to the hospitals, but I would imagine this year is in a way more special for you because first of all, those machines have meant so much to the patients and their families. But you know, let's think of those wonderful healthcare workers that are putting their life on the line to help others during this pandemic, and they'll also get the enjoyment of these machines. Oh, without a doubt. You know, when we place these machines, they're open to anybody's enjoyment. We get calls all the time from people that are supporting like Ronald McDonald Homes and children's hospitals. And, you know, not only are the patients playing it, but the physicians, doctors, administrators, because, you know, they just could understand how it relieves their stress. And like you said, with everything that they're being uh, faced with right now, there's a tremendous amount of stress that could be relieved. So we're glad to be able to be a part of that in the whole, you know, uh, they could use a pinball machine. So as a therapeutic device, I personally think that's a great benefit with having the pinball machine at your disposal. <laughs> I think people listening at home would agree, you know, whether it's the stress of family, financial, whatever the case may be, health, mental health, you spend some time on a pinball machine, whether it's at home, whether it's on location, and those kind of things just go away for that time you're under the glass, if you will. And it's very, very important. So what Project Pinball is doing, putting these in the children's hospitals means so much, especially now. And you did mention the Ronald McDonald house. I got to say, I saw you fitted for a couple of Ronald shoes. They're going to look good on you, Daniel. I was speechless. When they said that they had some shoes for me, I was thinking that they would be maybe slips or covers uh, that fit over top of your existing shoes. When they walked out for that, I was actually on my knees with excitement. It was so fun to receive those. They were actually Ronald McDonald shoes that they would actually use when they would visit um, the hospitals, it was so great. And they, they apologized because there was uh, some scratches and everything from you. So I'm like, no, no, this is fantastic. They received the love before they were given to me. And it was such a great honor. I mean, they didn't have to do that, but they made me feel so special when we were there to assist them. I mean, they just, I was speechless at a point. I couldn't even speak by the honor in 
What I'm going to do is every Ronald McDonald home dedication that we have, I'm going to see if I can wear those shoes <laughs> while unloading the machine and taking it in. I think that would be special. Give it something back. <laughs> I even found a clown's nose, you know, one of the rubber ones <laughs> that was in the shoe already. So I'm fitted and ready to, to do it upright. Oh, fingers crossed you don't have any stairs to go up in those shoes. But let me just tell you, that's a big, big deal. As a redhead all my life, one of the nicknames I used to get was Ronald McDonald. Okay, that's fine. You, you take those <laughs> shots. But if you had the shoes, then it would be almost like pride. It's like, you know this, you're in Florida, right? Every time people go to Florida, they got to buy the Mickey ears. Anybody can buy those. Not everyone can get Ronald McDonald shoes. So that's going to be nice when you hit those Ronald McDonald homes and uh, see those kids. They'll, they'll get a kick out of it too. I think that's awesome. Well, little do people know these mementos that I collect from doing these dedications and being on the road, they actually have a home in my office. Like I have thank you cards. I have ribbons that we cut during dedications. And I have a piece of that all scattered around my office because, you know, as a volunteer, I'm motivated by the things around me. So those shoes are going to sit right on my desk. So if anybody sees a photograph, of me in my office. They're going to know where it came from, the Charleston Ronald McDonald house. So I think that's great. They're going to be a great conversation piece when they walk in my office for sure. <laughs> While you were in South Carolina, I know you headed over to one of your fine sponsors in Marco's Specialties. They're doing great work in 2020. Oh yeah. They helped us out tremendously in 2020, not only for the parts that we need, but you know, to go back, Mark and Paul from Mandatork from Marco Specialties were there from the very beginning of our existence uh, back in November of 2011. So they've been there from the very beginning of our charity. And for nine years, they've been supporting us in special ways, just being there for us. So for us to travel uh, like we do, we do load machines up in the Escalade that I have. And we could only fit two machines in, which is a, a burden. It looks packed to the gills right now with everything that we need, two machines and everything packed in around them, beside them, on top of them. And when we did a dedication in Chapel Hill, we moved one out. Then we drove over to Marco Specialties, and they were holding uh, several games for us. We picked up the Ninja Turtles, brought it up to uh, Chapel Hill for that dedication. So once we hit the upper states like Akron and Cincinnati, uh, St. Louis. We're actually headed back down to Columbia, where uh, Marco Specialties is, to pick up our last machine so we could do a dedication right in town there. So you could say, you know, they go above and beyond to help us out. They are such great people. I feel that they're a part of my family, and they always made me feel a part of their family as well. So, yeah, we love those guys. Find out more at marcopinball.com. I know that's a website familiar to many people listening to Pinball Profile, but you might want to consider them again when you think of all the work they've done with projectpinball.org. So, Daniel, you've got more dedications on this mini Love Across America tour. And again, doing it in December, which is a little odd for you, but you had to make sure all the safety protocols were there and you did that. So it's off to Ohio now. How are you enjoying our northern weather, Mr. Florida? <laughs> I really miss the subtropics, and that's the reason I moved out of Pittsburgh to the southern state of Florida for the heat and the weather. But honestly, I'm not going to complain. 
because uh, it would be wrong for me to do so. Because guess what? After I freeze my tukas off, I get to go back to Florida and warm up again. <laughs> when you go to Ohio, there's going to be a special treat, and it comes from a fan of Project Pinball and, of course, Star Wars, and that is Fluke Skywalker, the great Luke Skywalker impersonator. He was a big part of getting a dedication with a big GoFundMe page. What happened there? Well, it was amazing. We had this call from a guy that introduced us as Fluke Skywalker, and he was saying that he had people in passing walk up to him and ask him if he was Mark Hamill and everything. So, you know, I was at my computer when the phone came in, and I looked at it. I'm like, oh, my God, uh, this guy looks exactly like, you know, Mark Hamill. And he went on and he was saying that he went to the Louisville pinball festival that they had and they had him pose in front of a Star Wars machine. And he is very big with the Cincinnati Ronald McDonald house and he was a volunteer for many years and he wanted to give something back. And he seen that there was a Star Wars pinball machine and the people down at the Louisville uh, show mentioned us because he was talking about maybe putting one in there on his own. And they said, no, no, you need to talk to Project Pinball. They know how to make this happen, and they'll take care of everything that you need. So he was more than happy to call us, and we were happy to receive his call. So all of a sudden, he wanted to pay for it. He wanted to make sure that it happened. So we did what we had to with the Ronald McDonald House, made uh, the connections, paperwork on everything in place. And he set out on his own and started a GoFundMe page, which uh, people were donating 5 and $10. But my goodness, the, the amount of people that were donating, uh, he was able to raise, uh, I believe, over $7,000, which was enough to purchase the machine. And the rest of that money, he's tied into us to use for the maintenance and for other projects that we have for that Ronald McDonald house. So, you know, it was the community yet coming together to make it happen. So that's why we say people hand me a dollar and they're like, oh, man, sorry, it's only a dollar. And we're like, no, no, that's the dollar that we have now that we didn't have a moment ago. And it just shows the power of people as a collective getting together. They surpassed the goal that he had, and it really helped out. Uh, he's going to be dressed up in costume and coming down as everybody's favorite Jedi. So it's going to be something to see. And everybody could tune in on Facebook at our page, uh, Project Pinball page. It should be interesting, to say the least. We're super happy. You are going to be in Akron. You're going to be in Cincinnati, and that's very, very important to you. And then you're off to St. Louis. And I know Jason Fowler was a big, big part of the dedications you've got there. So that'll be nice to do two different dedications. Oh, that's amazing. Jason just took it upon himself to make this happen. And we set out with the goal of actually purchasing one machine to put in St. Louis. And he had so much support and dedication drive. And he used his podcast at the time to really get the message out there so much that we were able to get two machines that we're going to place there. So it's going to be back-to-back dedications. So you know, it's very special for him and, you know, special for us as well. 
I saw Jason talk a little bit about that on the Virtual Pinball Expo Project Pinball video that you did. That was very informative. I know videos are something new for you, new for me as well, the one we did with Marty in Final Round. It was nice to see you put that together and you had a lot of people participate in that Project Pinball video at Expo. Well, a lot of people hear the charity insides and outs from me. And I thought it was nice to hear other people describe something that I hold so dear in their own words. And Jason really said everything that I couldn't even take it to that level. I mean, he's seen it from the outside looking in, and he just did an excellent job. I mean, I couldn't ask for a better interview, but everybody. I mean, Steve Bowden was in there. You know, a lot of people, there were some younger kids that asked some really fun questions. So we had a great time putting that video together because of all the energy that our supporters put into it. It was a really good time. I just really enjoyed it. I hope everybody else did as well. Speaking of Expo, I know you were originally planning to go to Chicago, also New York as well, too. But as we mentioned with 2020 and the coronavirus and pandemic, it's not exactly possible to do that without a long time self-quarantine. It's just not possible for this Love Across America tour. Yeah, we had to be really selective on what cities we we're going to go into with the dedications because we were fearful that, you know, the state could close on us. Like New York was doing the quarantine, self-quarantines and a huge fine if they uh, found you to be circumventing their guidelines. At an early point, we said we have to be very, very careful. We have a lot of people waiting for machines uh, in the bigger cities like Chicago and New York. But yeah, we had to put them off for better days. So uh, you're going to see those in 2021, hoping that it comes sooner than later. But time will tell with the vaccines and how it takes hold and has an effect. But yeah, that was uh, very scary for us. We didn't want to go into heavy populated areas as well. Because uh, if we were at risk and we did come down with the COVID uh, strand, we would have to pretty much uh, curtail all activities because there's no way that we would lose sight of uh, serving the people in Ronald McDonald homes and the children's hospitals and put them at risk. There's no way that would even be considered by us. With 2020, we've had a lot of unfortunate events. None bigger, I would imagine, to you than the passing of Steve Epstein, who really wanted to dedicate so much of his time to Project Pinball. In fact, when you and I were in Florida last November, it was right before the Free Play Florida event, it was a Pinball Profile World Tour event, and Steve showed up. That was a Project Pinball charity event, and Steve showed up, which was a surprise to me. I didn't know he was coming, and he, again, just wanted to give back. And I know you had a lot of plans with Steve and with Project Pinball all over something like this tour, the Love Across America tour, but also especially in New York City, his kind of backyard for the New York City Pinball Championship. Yeah, we had a lot of plans. Steve came up to me, and I knew Steve from Special Winlet. You know, I was very impressed on the compassion that he had for the pinball community, but the sorrow that he was feeling with the closing of the Broadway Arcade. And when he came up to me, you know, you could see that he wore his feelings on his shoulder for everybody to recognize, and he's super passionate. We would have uh, daily conversations about ideas that he had, and he would uh, give me ideas about things I was working on. And we came very focused on 
a youth tournament that we wanted to hold during the championship in New York. And Levy and all the guys that were putting that to, together, like Tim Sexton, everything like that, they gave us free reign. So it allowed us to pretty much build something that was going to be really grand. We had it ready to go. We had a lot of uh, great things, surprises. You know, it was just going to be like a festival for the kids and their parents. You know, if something that was for the whole family and we planned it down to the T. And I don't want to go into too many details because we weren't able to do it in May like we wanted to. Obviously, the pandemic pretty much changed everything. But we do have plans and that was pretty much the last thing that me and Steve talked about. He knew that he had cancer and he was making sure that I knew how he felt about the charity and our plans that we made. And I promised him that we're going to continue. So what we're going to do is that youth tournament that we built together, we're going to name it Steve's Kids Tournament. And we're going to give uh, Steve's Kids Cup out as one of uh, the trophies. And he loved it. You know, he just loved it. He loved kids. He he loved pinball. Anybody that talked to him uh, knew the passion that he had. And it's really hard for me to talk about it. You can hear my voice cracking. I miss the guy every single day. And I feel for Roger and uh, Roger Sharp and his boys because they knew him so well. And I knew him a short time. We talked three, four times a day. (laughs) And this went on on weekends and, you know, everything. It's just like he would call me up and at nine o'clock and say, Hey, do you want to talk? And of course, take his call at any time. And he had as much energy in the morning as he did at night. And it's just incredible. <laughs> it was so contagious. And I'm laughing with joy because that's what he brought me. So I feel sorry for Roger. If this person of myself, <laughs> was uh, so devastated by his passing. And not only that, but his family is so lovely. I really feel for them, and I'm going to honor Steve any way that I can. See, that's what keeps his memory alive, and no one will forget about Steve Epstein in any near future because we will keep telling the stories, and people will ask, who is Steve Epstein? And you'll realize how important he was to pinball and to charity and to children, just like yourself, Daniel, with Project Pinball. So I think he's there in spirit with you on this ride. Oh, without a doubt. And we received some great news after Steve's passing. His daughter actually contacted us and said that she would be honored to pick up and work with the charity from where her father left off. And I couldn't think of a better spokesperson for Steve's legacy than his daughter. So we were quite honored to hear that. And it just really shared how much Steve's passion was put towards what he did with the charity here. I knew it, but... You know, it's just nice that he conveyed that to other people. And you probably felt that with the interview that you did as well. Steve didn't hold back with his feelings, his passion. It was there. So, yeah, we're going to carry on. And Steve's going to be proud of us. Absolutely. You've got another week of the Love Across America tour here in December. And again, if people want to reach out to you and help Project Pinball, where can they go? Well, they can reach us on Facebook. That's the easiest right now because we have it set up. Just do uh, at Project Pinball if you're uh, doing a message or something like that or just tag us by using that. We see it instantly. We have a lot of people reaching out to us and knowing that we're on the road and just giving us the energy to, to carry on. 
there's a lot of people watching it. Uh, I think that we all need this excitement and joy going into the holidays after a pretty tough season. 2020 has not been kind to a lot of people, to, to say the least. And we're trying to provide a little bit of joy, maybe to close out the season with, you know, a high note. So we're doing everything that we can, and we appreciate everybody's support along the way. And it does bring smiles to us. We're very focused on making sure that we stick to the details, but it's a nice interruption to have someone come in and really appreciate what we do, and they feel the impact as well. Keep doing what you do, Daniel. I wish I would have saw you last month at Free Play Florida. It was a, It is an annual event that I look forward to, and I'll be there in 2021, but keep doing what you're doing. Keep up the wonderful work because it means so much to so many. All the best to you, Daniel, and safe travels. Thank you so much, Jeff. I appreciate everything that you do as well. And some great interviews. I appreciate you uh, having Norma on. She's a vital part of Free Play Florida, not only for the women's division, but she was helping me out uh, with the main tournaments in the Classic. So when you did that interview with her, it really meant a lot to us in the community down in Florida because we just love her. She is an amazing gal. So, you know, you keep up the good work too, Jeff, and I hope to see you sooner than later. Agreed. Yeah, Norma Jennings, a wonderful person, a big part in the Florida community too. So it was a pleasure to talk to her on Pinball Profile. Just like talking to you, Daniel, all the best, buddy. Have a good evening, and we're going to keep on doing what we're doing. And my dog wants my attention now. (laughs) She just jumped on my lap, so I got to go. This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com or on Instagram and Twitter at pinballprofile. Email us pinballprofile at gmail.com. I'm Jeff Teolis. (laughs) 